Welcome to Girl, Water Your Grass. We talk about all the things to better yourself, your family, your career, your dreams, your goals, and your life, and how God's dreams over us are so much bigger than our own. We are just two girlfriends who grew up in the bluegrass state of Kentucky with five brothers each and have reunited to take our dreams to the next level. Now we're inviting you to get out of your own way, girlfriend, and come on this ride because on this journey of a lifetime, we never arrive. Welcome to Girl Water Your Grass. This week, we are talking about beginning with the end in mind. Welcome, Welcome. everybody. Such a good title or a good thing to think about. It's something that, um, that I, you know, you and I had a lot of conversations on this idea of beginning with the end in mind because it goes back to intentionality. You know, it does. And, you know, like every, we have so many decisions to make in life. And I know we've, we've, we've recorded a podcast on decision making, but all of our life has choices and decisions to make every day. And for every action, there's a reaction for every decision we make. There's, there's an outcome for every choice we make, be it good or bad, there is a result. Right. So we thought we could just kind of talk about today, um, just kind of how the choices we make in our life do have an outcome, good or bad. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of those are not life-changing, but a lot of them can and will be life-changing. And so Mm -hmm. just how to really intentionally make good choices and to really think and make your choices with intentionality instead of just reacting. Oh yeah. Just reacting. I think a lot of times, you know, we don't realize how much choice is put in. There's a ripple effect, you know, something that I, I talk about and think about a lot, honestly, is you know, my prayer is when I get to heaven that I see a million beautiful ripple, ripple effects of loving choices, you know, of, of love, like love drops. <laughs> and, you know, that because for everything that we say or do, there's some sort of impact, you know, that there is, there's a ripple effect, whether it's putting, you know, the words that we speak, those, those sound waves go out into the universe. Again, it's just science with it, you know, forever, like those, those sound waves bounce off. Um, there is an impact when we say something to someone, you know, good or bad, respectful or disrespectful, kind or unkind, um, that impacts, it impacts someone. And then from them and, you know, they'll take it a certain way and then it can go and impact someone else. And then, you know, it it can go on forever. And so our choices really do affect more than just us. They really do. And I think that's, you know, kind of the one, the, the first point we wanted to make was that exactly what you said is that our choices, they affect more than just us. So when we just act versus, or we just react versus choosing to act, you know, we can unconsciously make poor choices in that moment that then have negative consequences, right? Even and a lot of times I think like, we, okay, let's give an example here. Yeah. So whenever you come in and you're, you know, do, 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 it's, it's a good morning and mm-hmm. your kid 
spills milk all over the floor yes. and you're immediately just ticked off about it because you're like, this, this isn't how I plan to start my day. But if you allow that to take hold, it yeah. can literally, now you're mean to the next kid that gets up or, you know, yeah. lose your pay, have no patience. And then you go to work and you're like, oh, I'm grumpy. This happened. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. your colleague who was in a great mood is like, oh man, it's, you know, mm-hmm. that negativity spreads. Yeah. And, and before then your husband comes home and you've yeah. lost your entire day to an accident that happened that was an innocent spilled milk, yeah. right? Or you can take that captive and say, this is not a big deal. We're going to clean it up together. There is a consequence. Like we have to, you know, you're six years old. You need to help me clean this up, but we're not going to let this run our day. And it's not a big deal. And it's just how much will you allow that choice to affect your day, be it good or bad? Yes. How much will you allow it to take hold? Or can you reel it in and say, no, the buck stops here, right? And mm-hmm. and I think that as having multiple kids, how many times have I allowed the negativity from one kid or the uh, right. disciplinary action to affect the next kid that comes in that they just happen to be the next one right. to walk through the <laughs> door. They had nothing to do. <laughs> They're like, I just milk. walked past here. Why are you giving me that look, mom? Right. Or even like not spill milk, but you know, um, and we can get into some kids, but even like they did something that needed disciplinary action because yeah. that's what happens. Did I take that out on the next kid? Yes. Right. And it's, um, and it really is how God told us, like we are one body. Yeah. We think, and we've talked a lot about too, about the degrees of connection. There's that saying yes. that everyone is connected mm-hmm. by seven degrees. Yeah. We believe that it's about we three degrees. It's little, yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> it's, it's we are one body. So what we do affects you. And yes. You know, really thinking about how many times in your life, can, I guarantee you, you can remember something someone has told you that really hurt you. And they probably have no idea mm-hmm. uh, that it really impacted you in a negative way or vice versa. Yeah. Uh, I was just telling you uh, last week, someone sent me the nicest text and probably was just no big deal to them. I haven't stopped thinking about it. It's oh, just yeah. so kind. <laughs> yeah. you know, made, my, made my month. Mm-hmm. It's, it's amazing. Those little things, you know, again, those little things of either saying something kind to someone or or responding sharply, you know? Um, and and I think it's interesting too, because, you know, we've had a lot of conversations also on just the importance of, you know, because I've, I've been up close and personal in your, you know, in your family life. And it's been such a joy to see about, you know, the way that you guys parent and, and really realize the importance of teaching choice and outcome to children, you know, because I, I, I have, I see that with your kids so much where, you know, they understand for the choices that they make, there will be an outcome to that, you know, and some choices they make means they're going to get in trouble. Right. And, and, but it's because if, if we don't learn that now, and if they don't learn that as kids, when they go out into the adult world, they're going to have a really, really big shock if they don't understand, listen, if you treat people this way, this can be the result. Or if you act this way, this is going to be the result, you know, which, which, what, what result do you want? What outcome do you want? And you get, you get to choose, you know, so now sometimes there's outcomes that we can't choose absolutely, you know, that we didn't know that was going to happen, but there's so many times where if we don't learn that early on, it's much harder to learn that later. You know, it's, it's, it's life is a much harsher teacher <laughs> than I think it is, you know, for, for parents going ahead and teaching their kids that now. It really is. And, you know, um, I love the saying little people, little problems, big people, big problems. 
And so, you know, Will and I have this philosophy is if you have a five-year-old that's out of control, let's, you can't imagine it at 15. And, you know, we always say you can't be letting the inmates run the asylum. We have to have order. You know, God's (laughs) a God of order. (laughs) You know, it's uh, we tease, but, but it's so true. And it's, and it's, instead of looking at it as like, I'm so mad they did this. It's, it's, if I try to have my mind in a place of like, this is a teaching opportunity. Mm. It's an opportunity to learn. And, you know, um, my dad would always say, that's a, that's a cheap price to pay in the game of life. You know, and I'll remember whenever I was, I don't know, I was probably 10 or 11 down. We were at church at a youth group thing and we were playing tag. And I literally, I mean, stupid. I ran up on top of someone's car (laughs) to not get tagged it. Right. And I've left a dent in their hood. (gasps) It was, I mean, it was bad, right? This, the, the man was so mean to me. I'll never forget it. I'll never forget mm. his name about how he handled it. Yeah. And I can't blame him. I mean, he had, his, the, sure. but I was like, I'm going to take responsibility for this. They called the police on me. I mean, it was a big ordeal. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and my dad came down there. My parents were all about consequences. Yeah. And, but my dad did tell the guy, he was like, listen, you don't have to be so mean about this. We're going to take care of it. But like, yeah. she made a mistake, you know, yeah. typically he'd be like, what, what the heck's wrong with you? You know, but but I, I will never forget, I had to save up at 11 years old. And this is, remember, a long time ago, $300. Oh, yeah. $300. Oh, that's so much money at 11. I mean, it <laughs> took me a year yeah. to pay this off, right? And, and my mom and dad would give me little jobs, but they didn't pay it for me. I mean, obviously, they paid for it, and I had to pay them back. I have sure. bucks. So but I, it was mm-hmm. such a cheap, it was such an inexpensive lesson in the game of life about yes. being respectful to people. Mm. Yes. And I look at, I mean, here it is 30 years later and I haven't you still remember that <laughs> and how to like, how to be respectful. And what I learned from how he taught me of how not to treat people, like right. people are going to make mistakes yeah. and you don't have to berate them or right. tell them that they're a terrible person and that they're like, how could you ever be this terrible? Yeah. Like, yeah, you made a mistake and you're, re- you're required to pay the consequence for that yes. mistake. Yes. But you know, do we allow our kids Gosh, I have so many things to say about this. But I think so many times as parents, <laughs> yeah. you love your children so much. You would lay down your life for them. Mm-hmm. You would do anything for them. Right. But I think to a fault, a lot of times we want to remove the bumps in the road. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's so important while our kids are under our roof to allow them to go over those speed bumps while we're there to hold their hand. Yeah. So that when they do go over speed bumps, when we're not around, they will be able to go yeah. over them. That reminds me. It's so funny. When we were little, we had um, this neighbor who had all these beautiful fruit trees and they had like this grapevine. He had, his name was Mr. Al. And we, um, he, he had apple trees and cherry trees and, and all these things. And we would go, we were outside 24 seven, always playing in the yard. And one of the days we saw these beautiful grapes that were (laughs) growing. So we went over and we all ate all the grapes. Right. We ate so many of the grapes and we didn't tell anyone though. We didn't tell our dad. We were probably of course not. No, I mean, we were something inside of you. No, right. It wasn't yours. Oh, totally. And, and one of my brothers, he, he was pretty little at the time, but we gave him some of the grapes. Right. And it was funny because it was like probably later that day or the next day, a couple of days or whatever. And my mom is changing my brother's diaper and sees all these grapes. (laughs) And she's like, um, Busted. <laughs> what have you been into? And that's when we had to fess up 
you know, that we had eaten those and it was a whole big thing, but we had to go over to Mr. Al's and we had to apologize to him. And I think we even, I think she even had, I think we like had to write little notes and we brought him over like baked bread or something, you know, something. And, and he, I mean, he was awesome. He, he was like, okay, he started laughing. He's like, well, that's so sweet of you guys. You were, please do eat the grapes though. Please eat the apples, the cherry, you know, because otherwise the birds will get them whatever. But it, I, I still remember that lesson of if you do something, you know, whether obviously stealing is never, ever good. So hopefully that's not an issue now, you know, but like, but, but if you do something that is you, you know, let's say you break something of someone's, you know, do you go and, and you, you know, pay for it, call them and say, listen, I am so sorry. This is what happened. Where did you get that? Cause I'm going to get another one and send it to you. You know, like it, it's just, it's showing, um, it's showing a respect, you know, for, for the other person. responsibility, yeah. right? Like we are responsible for our actions, yeah, be it good or bad. And, you know, we, it, uh, to me, you just, it's so important to teach your children that because life won't, especially the culture we're in is not going to teach them. It's yeah. like, we want to abdicate responsibility all the time and be like, well, you know, it's, we live in kind of a victim culture Very much, and so. you don't do your kids or yourself any favors yeah. by having that mentality. I mean, you can, if you want to choose that, you can, but is that going to lead you on the life that you want of a life yeah. of, you know, of, of freedom and of really, when you're in victim mentality, you can't be free. Mm-hmm. And with, with, when you're in victim mentality, you're always at the mercy of anybody and everybody and at the mercy of life, you know, it's, really it's, are. Um, it's actually a horrible mindset. To live. It's, it's it really is. Life. And it's, I mean, there's, and there's so many opportunities. Like if you really do see it instead of as a problem that it's an opportunity with your kids. We just had a couple months ago, I mean, a big ordeal with one of our kids and yeah. they had to, I won't get into it now, but they had to literally go to the person, yeah. write a letter, bring them a gift, apologize. I mean, I have never seen this child of mine so um, distraught, yeah. but it was appropriate. Like when you do something wrong, guilt is a good thing. Your conscience is there for a reason, people. Mm-hmm. And you know, what you don't want to do is you don't want to deaden that conscience. And I think in our culture today, if like anything goes, yeah, we have encouraged people to just to deaden their conscience. And God gave you a conscience for a reason. Oh, totally. And there's, you know, there's a difference between guilt and shame. You know, shame is I, I am bad. Whereas guilt is, you know, Brittany Brown has my action. Yeah. Is yep. that what I did was bad, you know, cause there are actions that are bad. You know, let's, let's just call it like it is. I think culturally we've gotten to a thing of like, oh, well, this is you do you girl, right. This, this is maybe bad for you, but not for me. You know, there are, there are objective truths, you know, there are objectively, there are moral absolutes. (laughs) There are. And so, you know, when, when we get into this space of like, oh, it's, this doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. We're um, kind of a la-di-da mindset. um, It's actually a very disrespectful way to live. It's disrespectful to yourself and it's disrespectful to those around you. And it won't bring you joy and peace, Mm -hmm. you know, and and we'll have to record a podcast on happiness and joy and the difference of those because their happiness and joy are not the same. No, they're not, man. (laughs) That's a, that's a whole other thing. But, you know, I think that it's, um, it's just, we have to know that life is about choices and God gave us the gift of free will because he, he could have made us love him out of you know, he could have made, he made us, but he didn't, one of the, he gave us that, quotes that I, that I really love and just, and we're getting a little philosophical here, but like, is that freedom is really, it's, it's a freedom to choose the good. 
you know, and the reason we want to choose the good, because that leads to beatitude that leads to happiness, you know, that, that virtue. Yeah. Like we are made, you know, to make good choices. Like we're made to, like we have that free will. Um, there's a reason we desire happiness. There's a reason we desire that is that God put that in us. And when we choose the good, ultimately that does lead us to happiness. Um, you know, if we're living a life of it's, you know, selfish and not caring about anybody except for me and that it's actually a very lonely, selfish, um, really a sad way to live. Some of the most unhappy people I know, are, are those who have made that choice, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's really heartbreaking versus you meet some of these others who they've, they've decided to live, give, give, give. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and making these, like in, these intentional choices and recognizing, oh, the choices I make do have an outcome. And what is the outcome I want to that to be, you know, which really brings us to that third thing of begin with the end in mind, you know, begin with the end in mind. And so when you're having, when you're making a choice for something again, it, and choosing to act versus react. What is the result I want? What is the outcome I want? And when you think about that and you think of your life in lieu of that, well, then everything matters, you know, because every, every yes is a no to something. Every no is a yes to something else. You know, what are my priorities? Um, if I say yes to every coffee date and everybody, you know, everyone's wanting to get together and call, you know, if I say yes to that, well, then there's a whole other part of my life that I'm saying no to. And, and is that okay with me? Do I want that outcome? And maybe I do, right? And if you choose, right, right. You choose. And I think just, again, bringing it back to that space of freedom and free will that, that God gave us, right? Even God doesn't touch that free will. He allows us to make those choices, but are we aware that we right. get to make those choices and that those choices do have an outcome? Yeah, it was interesting. Uh, one of my girls, was, one of my older girls was telling me last week, you know, I just feel like that the closer I get to, to God, that the more hardships I have. And it's just like, he makes it hard. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Let's not abdicate your responsibility of making a poor choice on suffering from like, we will have suffering, but it's like, it's right. not God's fault from having a relationship with Jesus. But, you know, it, it's, it's interesting how we see free will and it, but it, it's, yeah. But I always say like, God didn't have to make hell. We made it for ourselves because as humans, like we make a lot of bad choices and you can overcome those choices, right? You can, but really thinking about, I like to just practically speaking, like thinking about the end result. So yeah. let's just bring it down to practically speaking to career. Yeah. What do you want? Is, is money your end goal? Mm-hmm. Is time your end goal? Mm-hmm. is, you know, you love to teach. Mm-hmm. So you want to go to work. I mean, my advice would be do something that you love and you'll never work a day in your life, mm-hmm. but maybe it's more important to you to have a high income. Maybe it's more important to you to have time. And, and I don't know what that is. I'm, I can't, you get to choose. I don't choose for you. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, life affords all of us different opportunities and different responsibilities. And, and you grow through life and realize like at one point, this was more important and, and, you know, you do have to have money to live. So if that's, yeah. you know, it's, it's not going to be very fun if you can't pay, buy your groceries and you can't pay right. your bills. Right. I was so, just talking to some friends. We had a, a, just a really, it was a really interesting conversation because one of the friends was sharing about um, uh, one of her, one of her family members was dating someone and, and their dad had had a conversation with the guy. Um, and one of the things that he was saying was, you know, like, he's like, 
and, and, and my friend's dad, you know, he's older now and has grown children. And, and he said, you know, he said in, in, in choosing to provide for my daughter, he's like, um, sometimes you may work things that you don't love to do, but the reward is in that you are doing it for your family. You're providing and you're, you know, and he's like, and it's work and it's, it's, but you, you want this outcome is, is at the end of the day is that, you know what, this is my, my job as a husband, as a father is to provide for my children. And, you know, with, obviously we're huge advocates of, of doing what you love. And at the same time, there is kind of that aspect of like paying your dues, you know, is sometimes we do work that we don't love. Sometimes we, you know, there's a learning process through life where, where we want this outcome though, which is maybe provision, right? Um, and, and sometimes the, the process to getting to the point of doing work you love and being able to provide very well for your family, sometimes that takes a little time. You know, sometimes that's, there's ups and downs or hill, hills and valleys with that. And that's okay. But they're um, really looking at, I, MK, I love how you said that, just, you know, what do you want the outcome to be? Again, thinking ahead, because if you're thinking about your life, I had one of our, one of our coaching clients recently with West, um, we were talking a little bit, you know, she hadn't really taken a long time to really look and say, what do I want in life? You know, she just, and so for, oh, and, and we have such a quick culture now. It's like, yes. go, go, go. What's next? What's next? Yeah. Oh, after middle school is high school, after high school is college. Right. Oh, now I need to go to grad school and now I need to get a job. And now yeah. it's time to get married. Now it's time to have kids. And like, yeah. everything is just so yes. disordered and not totally. like, it's not intentional. No. Right? And so she sat down, she said, you know, she said at first it was really hard. And I sat there and I was like, well, I don't know. This is kind of what just, what the normal stuff is. And she said, but then when I thought, wait, this is my life. Like, this is my life. I get one shot here. And she sat down and she wrote down, I think it was like 36, 38 different, very intentional things that she's like, this is stuff that I want in my life. This is stuff I experiences I want to have. This is, you know, things that I want to do. These are people I want to meet. This is, um, you know, what I would like, you know, some of them were beautiful things. You know, she wanted to be a wife and a mom and she wanted to, you know, but yeah. then like all this other stuff that she wanted to do as well. And it was beautiful. You know, it was so beautiful. And I think sometimes we don't take the time to pause. Yeah. Okay. If I'm beginning with the end of mind, at some point I will be on my deathbed before God. Like yeah. at some point that is a reality. It's a, the one thing that we know. <laughs> that the only thing that's for certain is yeah. we all going to die. Exactly. It's the one thing that is going to happen. We know that hundred um, percent. And so if we know that for working backwards, what do we want the end result of our life to be? What do we want that picture? And no, we can't control everything. We know that there are things that happen that we have zero control over, which goes back to trust, right? Trusting our father and, and trusting that with him. Yeah. A lot of surrender and trusting with him that we can handle those things, you know, and that we're not alone in it. But if we're not beginning with the end in mind, then we can live a very unconscious life and, and a very you know, very victimized life. Well, I'm just at the victim of this and there's no thought process behind it. You're just drifting rather than intentionally sailing. You know, I, I think a lot of people wake up with like a midlife crisis, you yeah. know, they're in 40, like what the heck my life is half over and who knows by the grace of God, there go I tomorrow. Right. right. And, and like, what am I doing with my life? Like what, I guess a good question to ask yourself is like, what's it all for? Yeah. What's the point? What's it all for? You know, something that Will and I had discussed from the time we were very young. Um, you know, we got together when we were 20. Yeah. And it's um, now we've been, been together as long as we have, you know, half of our lives. But 
of, of children. Right. And I think this is something that is so fascinating to me because it's really hard to have a lot of kids. Yeah. Um, it's, it's your entire life changes. You don't get to, well, maybe some people do, they have nannies or whatever, but we don't run off. We don't get to travel like we would love to. Um, we, you know, and, and, and really I have spent the, you know, from 26 to 36, just Mm -hmm. staying home and raising babies. And, and this is like saying beginning with the end of mine, it's a good example. Um, because, we, we love to travel. We love to get out and go, I mean, y'all know me. I love to, I love a good party, but what do you want? And what the end result is. Mm-hmm. And it's so many people, it is so funny as we have taken our kids places and gone to Florida and had all these little kids. And, you know, the first question is, are they all yours? And I like to say, yeah, but I don't know if they're all his totally teasing. You know, people ask like, right. the funniest thing, are they totally. all yours? Um, but people that are young, look at us and say, y'all are crazy. Yeah. And people that are 50 and older look, look at us. I can't tell you how many times this has happened to mm-hmm. us. I mean, yes. countless. Yes. People that are older say, you all are so wise. You'll be so glad. And yeah. you know, what we really looked mm-hmm. at was like, we'll just have one sister in a very small family, not many cousins. Yeah. I have this big old crazy family mm-hmm. with five brothers, 33 first cousins on my dad's side. And, and I remember growing up, my mom's side was very small. My dad's side was very big. And we yeah. always wanted to be with my dad's side because it was yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. And it's kind of all I ever know, knew at all right. I'd ever know. And Will came into my family and was like, I want this. And I never really intentionally thought about it. He's yeah. like, this is amazing. And I'm like, but it's crazy. And it's loud. And it's never quite. He's like, this is this is what life's about. It's yeah. about living. And so we very intentionally decided like, this is hard. And we have three babies in a year and it's a lot of selflessness Yeah, to have that end result in mind. I don't know if that's kind of trying to bring it all together, but yeah, it's hard, but we, we intentionally decided we want to have what my parents now have. Like there's yeah. someone is visiting every day. They're not, not that there's any wrong. Maybe you don't want a bunch of kids. I'm not telling you what to, what to do, yes. but their life is not boring. There is never, they're not lonely <laughs> old people who don't have any visitors. And, and maybe you want to be a lonely old person who's or an old person that's not lonely, but you enjoy the quiet and that's great. Totally. But we're just challenging you, or maybe you want to tr- do all the traveling and just keep doing yeah. that. But we challenge you to think, just think about with it. the end in mind, yeah. like we want to have a bustling house full of people and maybe you want a quiet home and you probably aren't supposed to have six children, right? Right. Um, does that kind of all make sense? Yeah, I think, you know, it, it just goes back to being intentional. I think, you know, so much of it goes back to if you're beginning with the end in mind for wherever you are in life, you know, whether that is, yeah. you know, again, look, kind of looking at if I'm on my deathbed, I look back over my life. What do I want to have? You know, what do I want that story to have been? You know, and again, there's somebody here to tell you, no. have kids, don't have kids. If you don't have kids, you're going to be right. lonely. I don't want that to work that this job. Don't work this like, job. man, there's plenty of days that I'm like, <laughs> I would be happy to be lonely. Right. You know, totally. So we're not telling you what to yeah. do, but it's like, mm-hmm. think about what you want yeah. with the end in mind and then yeah. work backwards. Yes. Yeah. For, for all the things, you know, work with, relationships, Career, family, relationships, tra- like travel, oh, you know, totally. Gosh, I'm going to be too old to go to any of the places I want to go to. Well, it was so funny. I remember I was working in a, a doctor's office for I was one of my summer jobs in college. 
And I remember the doctor saying, oh, well, why I was, I was working really hard. I was working like seven jobs so I could go um, study over in Austria and live over in Europe for a semester. And the doctor's like, well, why are you doing that now? Just do that when you're older. And I was like, no, I was like, if I don't do this now, I won't be able to hike. Right. I, won't be- I don't know if I'll be able to do all those things. I'm like, am I still yeah. being able to hike and do all the things when I'm 90? But like, you know, yeah. why would I wait for that right now? And, and so again, it goes back to really looking at, you know, what do I want right now? What do I want? And I think, you know, teaching, teaching, I love how much emphasis you put on just teaching our kids those things is, is you get to decide, you know, you get to decide really with the Lord and that, that there is a choice and there's an outcome. And what are the outcomes that you want? What are the outcomes you don't? And then sometimes you're going to have outcomes you don't want, you don't love. And then that goes back to trusting God and surrendering and all of those things. No, it's um, you living, you learn. Like I, I wish not to regret that I would have done more traveling before kids because you don't know sure. what you don't know. Right. And I look at Maria's life. I'm like, she is so, has done so much. She's been so many places and it's, you know, we're, we're not, we're just want you to think intentionally <laughs> about your life and to know that for every action, there's a reaction, be it good or bad. Totally. And that for every outcome, there's a, there's a consequence, yeah. good or bad. Yeah. And to really, um, the quote you were talking about earlier is a JP2 quote. Yes. I remember it's, yes. it's that you know, we're all about freedom here, freedom yeah. to make, make your own decisions, but freedom consists not in doing what we like, yeah. but in having the right to do what we ought. And so I just good. love that quote. It's, it's, it's so good. good. It's just, mm-hmm. You know, just knowing that it, it's, it's all good and it's all a beautiful yeah. game of life. But when you try to really live intentionally, Mm-hmm. you will live a beautiful life because you get to decide and you, yeah. you exercise your free will as a gift yes. instead yes. of just haphazardly yeah. floating through life. Totally. So good. Well, guys, we appreciate you. We'd love to hear how you are intentionally making choices and choosing to act versus react. Um, and just what you've learned about all this. You know, again, this is, we're not the end all and be all for all this. We're learning just as much as you are. And we, we and know, next week, right? Exactly. One thing we know, nothing stays the same. We always ask that question. Could we be wrong about this? You know, right. and so we definitely could. Totally. So we'd love to hear what your thoughts are. And we appreciate y'all. And see you next week on Girl Water Your Grass.